Welcome to Gain That Tune. What is going on, everybody? It's Game That Tune back in the house once again. It's your boy, John Harrington, here. We've got John Regan with us. Say hey. Hey. And we've got Jesse Moore. Say hey. Hey. There he is. Sorry. And, uh, you know, in an unusual, uh, you know, twist of fate, we have no David this week. And we have nothing planned to replace the king of the show for this week's show. This is, uh... You know, we're in uncharted territory here, guys. 334 episodes into the show, and we've lost our king. Um, I Boy, imagine I he'll gonna... turn up at some point. I was going to say, this is just a throwback episode, right? We're just we're going episode one style. Right? All the way back to episode one, you're right! Oh, man, the show's coming full circle. This is the final <laughs> episode of Game That Tune. <laughs> oh, um, it's ending at long last. We've lost David again, and, uh, you know, we are better for having lost him. No, uh... It's just a it's just a David Free episode of Game That Tune. It's uh, it's your boy John Harrington. I already said that, and it's just going to be like every other episode of Game That Tune. Um, maybe maybe I'll take it back to episode one in terms of how bad I am at podcasting. I'll just fumble a little bit more, and uh, you know it, it'll be good. It'll be good. We'll make it work. Um, but what we're going to do is uh, listen to video game tunes. We've each brought three songs from a game. We uh, try to guess each other's games based on the songs. A little bit of trivia. Uh, we goof off and have a lot of fun, and uh, the winner at the end of the night picks the theme for the next episode and gets to play a bonus tune, and our winner last week was me, and our episode last week was episode 333, all about the number three, and somehow none of us last week brought a game from the Nintendo 3DS, one of our greatest systems, and so I decided that this week's episode should be all about the Nintendo 3DS. That's right. It's 3DS. Uh, it's a 3DS bonanza. All 3DS games on tonight's episode. Um, Oops! All 3DS. Exactly. Uh, I mean, I'm trying to picture a scenario in which anybody ever said that. Uh, <laughs> you know, I, I don't imagine they did. Uh, certainly not when the 3DS launched, and you know, there was uh, like no fanfare for it. Maybe once it got popular. I don't know. Like maybe after the ambassador thing kicked in. Maybe then everybody's like, wow, you know, oops, all 3DS, I'm getting too many street passes around here. This uh, this console, or this, uh, this little handheld's fantastic. I love this thing. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, man, what a, what a system it was. You know, Johnny, you're the, you know, we'll just do a quick, uh, quick little memory here. You're the most recent 3DS purchaser of uh, the group. You know, how would you rate your uh, love for the 3DS? Is it in your top? three handheld video game systems that you've ever owned? I I think technically. <laughs> <laughs> Try to softball it in here, Johnny. <laughs> uh, let me, because I've owned a Game Boy. I never did own, own the Game Gear. I never what? owned a Game Boy Color. I never owned a what? Game Boy Advance. What? I did own a 3DS. So, yes. God damn. Is... So, yeah, it's, it's top two for sure. It's top two. <laughs> <laughs> 
I thought I was lobbing it in there because you had Game Boy and Game Gear and then the 3DS. I didn't realize you never had a Game Gear. <laughs> nope. Wow. <laughs> okay, well, wow. So th- there you have it. Johnny says, top two handheld systems of all time, the 3DS. Um, you know, I was hoping for a top three for the 3DS, but it, uh, it surpassed it. Um, but yeah, great little system. They just, uh, just closed down the downloadable shop a few weeks ago. Um, so, you know, I didn't... Uh, I didn't take everyone's advice and go buy all the games that were never going to be available again. I guess I'm just a bad gaming historian, but maybe we'll feature one of those games on uh, tonight's show. I'm not sure. Um, what I am sure of is something else we didn't do last week. Guys, it was episode 333, and Jesse pointed out very early on in the episode that none of us brought a VGM threesome to our uh, episode 333, All About Threes. And I felt like that was just a terrible, terrible thing to have uh, wasted that opportunity. So I'm going to make up for it tonight uh, by starting things off with a Nintendo 3DS VGM threesome. VGM threesome. VGM threesome. VGM threesome. And I I should clarify before Johnny starts playing the songs. For people that have forgotten what a VGM threesome is, it's one song from three different games. So uh, we're starting things off with three different 3DS games. So Johnny, hit song one from game one of this fantastic threesome. Game one. Tuffy.
guys, this game could be, uh, it could be anything, quite frankly. But uh, I'm sure a little bit of trivia will help as you're writing down your answers. So this game uh, received an official soundtrack release. The soundtrack CD contained 51 tracks, 50 of which were uh, featured in the original version of the game. One of which we just heard was new for this uh, edition of the game. And since my uh, my camera thing's not working, once Johnny holds the thing up, Jesse's gonna have to read his answer aloud, like a schmuck. Uh, let's see. Johnny says Hyrule Warriors Calamity Sandwich. Um, <laughs> sadly incorrect. Jesse, what's your answer? I said Super Smash Bros. for 3DS. Oh man, sadly incorrect. That's no, the no, only no, time was... I'm playing that for this threesome. Oh, <laughs> take forever. Yeah, it's going to really draw <laughs> this threesome out. Yeah, yeah, this threesome's really dragging already. Um, <laughs> yeah. No, Jesse, it was the much more obvious answer. It's The Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time 3D. Oh, I, that's what I wrote at first Wait, and then scratched out. God you wrote damn Calamity it. Sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> they put that song in that game? Okay. Yeah, that was the uh, second half of the credits. That was the staff roll number two. And uh, that song is the only, like I said, song on the uh, soundtrack CD that is not from the original Nintendo 64 game. Yeah, so. I was like, and then you said the soundtrack. And I remember Smash Bros. came with a soundtrack. I realize now how it seems like I might have been being really tricky. <laughs> and so, <laughs> no, it's no, um, no fault on you. I mean, if this game had a soundtrack too, then it's valid trivia. No, but I mean, you know, God, fucking Smash Bros. really likes to talk about their soundtrack. So, yeah, the soundtrack uh, hint really kind of points in a Smash Bros. direction. But no, yeah, it's Ocarina of Time 3D. Um, did you guys, uh, Johnny, you know, obviously you got this way late, so you probably, what, did you buy a 3DS in like 2018 or so? I imagine you own, what, four games for it? Yeah. Okay. Uh I own one of the. Well, I don't want you to tip your Mario- hand tonight. I don't want you to tip your hand too early, and you reveal all the games that you're going to choose for the show. <laughs> but um, I'm guessing the Ocarina of Time 3D is not one that you bought. No, it is not. Have you ever played Ocarina of Time, Johnny? <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Some of these other games I have played. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's, it's quite good. It is. Yes, thank you. you know, put, put that on the box the next time they re-release it's this. Quite good. <laughs> quite good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Fucking IGN says 10 out of 10 in 1998. John Regan says quite good in 2023. Um, yeah, it's a uh, it's it's a fun little uh, 3D port. I like the uh, I like the updates. Jesse, did you play 3D Ocarina of Time? Oh yeah, I had to buy this game. This game. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because it's Ocarina of Time, and it's not like they just ported it up. They actually like made everything look nice. Yeah, and great on that system. Yeah, it really did. Like. This was uh, one of the things that, you know, once the Switch became a thing and it was, uh, you know, the writing was kind of on the wall for the 3DS getting new stuff, I was like, hey, can they take 3DS games and port them up to Switch? Because I'd kind of love to have 3D Ocarina of Time and Majora's Mask on a system that I'm more into playing than 3DS. Like, my Switch has a bigger screen. And, uh,. I'm enjoying it more than my 3DS. Could we get these ports? These things look real nice. And uh, I would say after 
six years of Switch ownership, the answer seems to be no. <laughs> they uh, they don't seem to be able to do that. <laughs> Which is well, unfortunate it, because I don't think this game was very touchscreen intensive. <laughs> I, I was going to say the main issue is that the Switch only has one screen. That's the, uh, that's the problem. In, the 3DS, I think, has has three. I think that's why they called it the 3DS. <laughs> oh, is that is that correct? Got, actually, Johnny, technically, 3DS has six screens. It's a three dual screen setup. See a uh, double here. Yeah, <laughs> six 3DSs, six uh, links. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I just got it. It you know, it looks so nice, man, and it, it, you know, it played pretty good. Obviously, you know, it had its little. Uh, there are you know, little challenges to playing on the uh, the original 3DS setup since it had that weird circle pad and uh, no like directional camera stick when the thing first came out. You know, I honestly don't remember how they got around that. Um, probably just a lot of turning and tapping L to re- you know put the camera on your back. But yep. uh, uh, yeah, you uh, you zoomed in with Z, right? Z was how you targeted things. Z targeting, if I remember this right. That was Nintendo 64, yes. So what is the what's the, you know the answer on 3DS? <laughs> we had there is no Z. <laughs> oh, when you said original, I thought you meant like original 64. Ah, <sighs> uh, no. <laughs> yeah, just a reminder, Johnny. The theme of tonight's show is 3DS games. <laughs> I won't be making too many references to the Nintendo 64 version. I'm mostly talking about the 3D uh, 3DS version. But yeah, I, you know, I don't know. Uh, I really enjoyed the port. Um, yeah, I never did play the Majora's Mask port, but uh, it also looked really cool. And you know, I just uh, yeah, yeah I kind of wish Nintendo could uh, find a way to get these uh, get these going on some uh, some other system because you know remaking the graphics like this and having everything look you know way way nicer than Nintendo sixty four like having the characters not have dead eyes just <laughs> makes like such a difference <laughs> like. Link doesn't look like a fucking just knob. He fucking has like an emotive, like an expressive face. He, you know, his nose isn't quite so pointy and sharp, and his eyes aren't just constantly centered. And yeah, you know, it's a, uh, it, it looks so nice. Yeah, you know, they should, uh, they should find a way. You know, make a, I don't, you know, like a, hmm, like they made that Super Mario 3D All Stars a couple of years ago. Can they make a Legend of Zelda 3D All Stars? It, uh, it'd be, I think it'd be pretty good. Fucking give me, a, give me HD ports of uh, Ocarina of Time, Majora's Mask, Wind Waker, Twilight Princess, all of which have had HD ports before. Put them all in a compilation. Sell it to me for forty dollars. I'm a fucking mark for that kind of stuff. But I digress. Um. Not a not an excellent start to this threesome. Maybe we can write the ship with uh, with this next uh, next game. Game two of this threesome.
I imagine you guys are a little more lost on that one than on the previous one, uh, even though you both got that one wrong, too. Um, <laughs> so this game uh, received a soundtrack CD release as part of the uh, promotional uh, the uh, Club Nintendo uh, thing in Japan. Platinum members could receive this as a uh, Club Nintendo reward, and uh, it features uh, music pulled directly from the game. And the game's music, in this case, is uh, updated from the original Nintendo 64 uh, version with uh, new arrangements. All right. I got a, I got an answer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, Jesse, what'd you say, buddy? Still writing. Majora's Good. Mask. Jesse says Majora's Mask 3D. Sadly incorrect. Johnny is correct with Star Fox 64 3D. Oh, duh! I recognize that melody from the credits music. Yeah, dude. That was uh, <laughs> that was also the second half of the staff roll. Uh, that was Star Fox 64 3D, and uh, yeah, man, what a nice uh, nice update of the like staff roll music. That you know that lovely little piano there, just hmm, yeah, it's very pretty. Yeah, um, totally it's nice. Uh, but I like the original's big orchestral build up, you know, and all I that like. I probably should have played the first half of the staff roll. The you know, the Star Fox sixty four credits, which I've seen numerous times, uh, simply never got old to me. I, I love that shit, man. The you know, the after you leave uh, General Pepper with the bill and fucking run out, and then Star Fox and the gang are running, and the Great Fox is taking off in the background. Shit's just you know, oh, too cool. Mm-hmm. Big orchestral swell to the Great Fox picking you guys up and taking you off on the next mission. And then, you know, uh, you leave General Pepper going, what? Yeah, it's, uh, man, that's the that's the good shit. But I do like these uh, these 3D version updates. You know, nice sound and soundtrack for, a, uh, for another Nintendo 64 port that launched uh, pretty early on the 3DS that I didn't play. I, I feel like I should have, though, because seems like this would have been a really... Great way to play Star Fox 64. Yeah, if I hadn't, this was... if I hadn't played it 500 times on the Nintendo 64. <laughs> no, this would have been another another 100 at least. Like it was, it was good. It looked, it was pretty. Right. Um, it, it played well, and um, fuck, you could play Star Fox 64 on the go. Yeah, that's good shit. I, I mean, I feel like it would. I feel like the 3D. And I'm not making a, you know, not trying to, no pun intended here, but it, you know, playing in the 3DS would really add a literal another dimension to the game, like an on-rail shooter with a 3D, you know, enabled system, just makes sense. Like <laughs> things yeah, kind of move and they zoom and you know, uh, shrink and grow, and you, know, you can see things off in the distance. You can change the focus of your eyes and shit. Like it just makes sense. Um, yeah, I, I kind of, you know, I kind of regret not having played it. But uh, did they add any new features to this port? Oh, I don't know. Besides, oh, I mean, besides besides 3D, obviously. Besides it being mobile <laughs> and portable, and yes, uh, online enabled multiplayer. Oh, that's cool. Yes. <laughs> uh, I believe Jesse, you know, you uh, refresh my memory. Was this one of the early ones where, like, you could snap a picture of your face with the fucking 3DS and have that as, like, your little icon online when you're battling people? I, I feel like surprised. they were doing shit like that. 
you know, the, I mean, they Nintendo, had face Raiders. <laughs> yeah, Nintendo loved the weird little features of their, you know, using all the features of these fucking systems. Like, yeah, the face Raiders, the AR games, all that shit. Um, man, I just realized fucking like an AR Star Fox 64 game would have been really cool. Like, yeah. look Star around Fox your room. Go. Yeah, like look around your room and have little Star Fox things flying around and like they can like bump into your bookshelves and shit. It'd be, uh, be kind of fun. Not sure how it would work, but I'd enjoy it. Um, yeah, I'm saying, uh, yeah. I just think it's funny that they launched the system with not like not GameCube ports, <laughs> yeah, not Wii ports, but Nintendo sixty four ports. I'm like, it, it, I think it gave me some kind of hope that 3DS was going to be like just you know the system of infinite ports. Like, damn, they're going back and pulling. Nintendo 64 games, updating the graphics and fucking, you know, putting them in 3D? Hell yeah, okay, cool. That, you know, they have so many games they could do that too. They kind of stopped doing it after a while. <laughs> so, it's, uh, it's fine, but, you know, man, it also just makes me want a new Star Fox. It's been too long, guys. Uh, this isn't the last new Star Fox, but, you know, still, it's, uh, it's like the second to last Star Fox game. Fucking, we need more Star Fox. I would I would like to say that um, with the success of the Mario movie, I feel like maybe like a cool like Star Fox like series or oh, yeah. a movie would be really good. Just yep. do like you know ten episodes of like an anime of Star Fox, mm-hmm. like that would be so fucking rad. Yeah, or I mean, didn't just they a do... movie? So I recall they did a promotional thing with puppets for like Star Fox Zero. You know, obviously, they don't need to make a fucking Thunderbird-style Star Fox puppet show. I mean, I would be on board. <laughs> but didn't they also make like a fucking like some kind of proof of concept animation for Star Fox like in the last few years, and it fucking looked awesome? Like, I feel like I don't know. Mm. Just uh, or it's Star all there. Fox. Uh, yeah. Star Fox, a Star Fox series on some streaming service that will let you do an interactive element where it'll prompt you to make a decision and then you get to go down branching paths of the series like oh, you would in the game. Wow. Cool. I mean, you know, Johnny, that's interesting. Uh, yeah, how many times are you envisioning having to make these decisions? Like multiple times per episode or just once like at probably a certain point? Probably a certain point per episode. Like halfway through, like you decide are yeah. you going to fly under the things Mm-hmm. And open up the alternate path to the alternate boss, or are you gonna just go straight? You know right. what are you gonna do? Slippy yeah, remembered that. <laughs> it wouldn't be quite as emergent as fucking like start actually playing Star Fox sixty four. Like it would be, you know, because in that game you kind of have to discover the secrets. It wouldn't just prompt you to discover the secrets. So yeah, <laughs> yeah, it'd be uh, just, it'd be interesting. So are you you're uh, on a Star Fox Telltale game. <laughs> Yeah. Like, you make God. decisions. It's like Falco will remember that. Mm-hmm. But it's a TV yeah, but, series. It's not even a game. <laughs> yeah, I want to play it on my TV with like my TV remote. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's a good idea. Yeah, you know anything, any kind of new Star Fox content would be uh, appreciated. So uh, that said, let's uh, let's close out this uh, this 3DS threesome with uh, one last uh, awesome game and song. Game three. Thank you. 
All right, guys. So maybe if you haven't figured out the uh, connection in this three, so maybe this trivia will help. So this game features almost all of the features of the console version, except for certain costumes and the ability to search for levels using a code. Uh, um, I just I just pissed your brain off, didn't it, Johnny? Yeah. Yeah. Search for levels using a code. Mm-hmm. That, um, I think that, that fixed it. Yeah. Oh, it, God, it I don't activated know. Jesse. I, I wrote Drawing the Penis 3D. Wow, okay. Oh, and Jesse? I said uh, Mario Maker 3DS. That is uh, absolutely correct. Oh, yeah. They use the uh, Super Smash Bros. naming convention for this one. This is Super Mario Maker for Nintendo 3DS. Yes, that is the official title. Just rolls um, off the top. It sure does. You know, who says you need snappy titles? You know, the Super Mario Maker 4, it, I guess it's not for the Nintendo 3DS. It's for Nintendo 3DS. Uh, much like Super Smash Brothers for Nintendo 3DS and Super Smash Brothers for Wii U. Super Mario Maker. Uh, a port of the game Super Mario Maker, which is not called Super Mario Maker for Wii U because you don't need to clarify such things. Yeah, frankly, Super Smash Brothers for Wii U. You don't need to clarify <laughs> because it comes in a big box that says Wii U, and you put it into the system. Like, which do I put this in? God, kind of same thing with Super Mario Maker for the Nintendo 3DS. It's not a Wii U disc. You uh, yeah. you get a little you get a little cartridge, and you put it in your 3DS, and you play it. If oh, someone my, if, my if someone buys it and gets stuck. upset, that's that's their problem. <laughs> like, it's got to be like you know, grandma mode like you get you know you're you know making it easy on parents so they don't accidentally get the wrong thing on christmas or something like it's uh i don't know silly but that's nintendo for you um so man wow you know guys you know johnny mentioned we're going back to episode one here uh it's a it, it's a full wraparound baby it's yeah we're back on episode one we had super mario maker on the show originally and now we got fucking super mario maker for 3ds the show is over Johnny hit no. the calculated computer. Game that tune has ended. Um, what a life it's been. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, Super Mario Maker's cool. I uh, I didn't play the 3DS version though. Um, I, it seems <laughs> odd that you can fucking uh, that they would take away two pretty big features of Super Mario Maker for Wii U. Uh, so they took away uh, costumes like. The uh, kind of the the whole point of like amiibos in the Wii U version, you could tap an amiibo and it would put a, a different character costume inside a block, and so you could like be playing a Mario level but hit a thing and a mysterious mushroom comes out and it turns you into Link, or it turns you into any fucking amiibo character. Like it, it was really was fucking so crazy. Cool. You got little eight bit versions of all the amiibos. That's not in this, even though the 3DS had amiibo functionality. I think yes, yes, the newer ones um, did. And then, uh, so they got rid of that, and then they got rid of searching for levels using a, uh, a code, which seems to be the whole point of making and sharing Mario Maker levels with your friends is like, you know, hey, here's my, here's my code, here's my level, you know, check it out, play it. Uh, can't do that, apparently. I, you know, I'm not sure how you share levels in this game. What's the point? Yeah, like, what is the point of making a Mario level, or, you know, what, where do you get your levels if you don't search for them by code? Like... Yeah, I don't know. You just gotta go on there and just hope that 
Nintendo offers you a good one? Because, you know, when I was playing Mario Maker on, th on Wii U, it's like, if I took the suggestions, all I'm getting is, like, Kaizo Mario courses and shit that's impossible. Uh, I want to play actual fun courses. <laughs> I hate that. Yes, I do, too. Um, but Super Mario Maker's cool. Uh, yeah, and, and Kaizo Mario has its place, but it's uh, not my place. Yeah, yeah um, up its own ass. Oh, oh, oh take that. <laughs> <laughs> Hot take. Yeah, that's the sound of All the right, ass. David's here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, yeah, Super Mario Maker's cool. And uh, porting it to the 3DS seems like a fun idea. But, I don't know, the, taking away, like, two of the coolest things about the, uh, the original game, not a great idea. And that's all I really have to say about that. Um, you know, because this threesome model that, you know, I'm going with is, it's, you know, this is supposed to be our short show because David's not here, but God, uh, you know, the 3DS, uh, threesome made this, uh, this opening segment run long. Uh, so let's, uh, let's hope we can get things back on track with, uh, with fucking, you know, Jesse's games at oh, some point. Um, or Jesse's so, game, I should say. So, uh, about that, I was like, you know what? We didn't do a VGM threesome last week. So I decided to do a VGM threesome as well. I'm VGM threesome. <laughs> VGM threesome. VGM threesome. Awesome. <laughs> Game one. This game was re-released um, in Japan on the 25th of July 2013 and included a bunch of new features, including online play with friends, a rise in the level cap, uh, additional quests, and the ability to take screenshots. Alright, uh, 
Johnny has written three question marks. That is incorrect. And uh, John is is writing away. Uh, Circus Caper 3D. Oh, God, I wish. Somebody needs Man, to make a new not? one. <laughs> no, this is uh, Fantasy Life. Hey, fuck you. Yeah. Um, Ouch. <laughs> um, yeah, this game is uh, pretty cool. It's like a an RPG simulation type game where, like, uh, you can be go anything from, like, a mercenary or a paladin and stuff to, like, a, like, carpenter or, like, woodsman or just, like, a fisherman. And you can just, like, go and, like, live your life as, like, a fantasy thing. You know, if you want to go on adventures, you can change your class to, you know, one of the adventuring classes. Um, or magic, or maybe you just want to go cut down trees, and, you know, um, that, it's, it's a pretty neat, uh, 3DS game. Um, I never played it too much, but I have a friend, I had a friend that was really into it. Um, but, uh, so it's like, did the music. I was gonna say, so, I'm sorry, it's fantasy life, so it's, it's an RPG, but it's also, like, there's some element of, like, life sim to it, like, a a little, little Animal Crossing in that mix. Yeah, like you, you know, talk to people and do yeah. things for them, and, and it's kind of like have like these like cute chubby graphics, um, and um, it's a, it's a neat game. I, I gave my character like a, a big old giant mustache, which is pretty cool. Um, okay, well that's so, important to be able so to do because a lot of these has, games they don't let you have a big giant mustache. Yeah, it was a very good mustache in this game. Yeah. So good, yeah. must have mustache. Yeah, and. Hmm. Um, but yeah, I don't have a whole whole lot to say. It just it's a just a neat um, like RPG sim that you know. Um, I think they're working on a sequel for Switch now, and um, I'm interested because. Well, I'd like to think they would. Yeah. Yeah. That, I, uh, and, uh, <laughs> something needs to get ported from 3DS to Switch for the love of God. If not the Nintendo games, why not this? Yeah. Hmm. Um. Because, yeah, I'd like to be able to play a game on my Switch that gives me a big mustache. I don't know if you guys know this about me, but I, I can't really grow a mustache. It's fucking pathetic. Oh. So, being able to play a game that gives me a big mustache sounds good. That would be a, quite the fantasy life. Yes, that's my fantasy life. Is that one of the jobs? Mustache yeah, having mustache. man? <laughs> mustache. <laughs> yeah, just, is there a hirsute class? <laughs> fucking, God, you know... How, is there a slider for how swarthy you are when you're making your character? No, but you can make yourself pretty fat, which is cool. Well, good. Yeah, talking All about right. my fantasy. Yeah. So I made myself a fat fisherman with a giant mustache. See, yeah, but it, it's my fantasy, Jesse. So like, I'd want to be yeah. vaguely fat. Like, you know, it, it's got to be the strong kind of fat. There's a scale. You can be just like barrel chested. Yeah, yeah that's type. what I'm talking yeah. about. Barrel chested. Hmm. Fucking pencil thin Vince McMahon mustache. Oh no, yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I mean, fisherman sounds like a good class. <laughs> like, like, like John Waters. Yeah, like, like Jack. Like fucking swole ass John Waters. <laughs> Ooh. Oh man. Oh, new T-shirt idea. God. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, John fucking protein shakes is more like it. Um, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> It's uh, two. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect.
This game has a lot of similarities to the Sega Saturn classic Guardian Heroes, um, which so happens uh, the director and char uh, character designer, as well as the lead programmer of Guardian Heroes, worked on this game. So that's probably why. I <laughs> Let's just do that again, guys. <laughs> I feel like this is a very heavily a David game. If that helps. Oh, well, fuck. That stops me halfway through whatever I was writing. Oh, uh, okay. Uh. Oh, well. So, Johnny says Weeaboo 3D, which is not far off, but incorrect. And, and John says 3D Waifu, which, again, is not far off. That's very um, much a David game, though. <laughs> this is a Code of Princess. Hey, fuck you. <laughs> That's such a good sound. Um, <laughs> so this is like an action RPG type beat 'em up game um, where you play as this uh, princess, um, and uh, she carries this fucking two-handed like swee hanger or whatever you call it. Um, those big giant fucking broadswords, mm. and um, so like it starts off with like the, their castle being under attack. And she has to pull the sword out of, you know, wherever it's at. Because that's what you do in these types of games. And I noticed one thing that was strange is when she pulled the sword from the, the ground, her um, breasts did this insane jiggle thing. And I was like, okay, it's one of these games. You got my attention. And, yeah. Somebody so, had to do it with the 3D features. <laughs> yeah. And so... That's a little strange. <laughs> and um but like the actual combat though was really cool. Like like when she uses the sword, it definitely feels like there's like a heft to it and like cuz she like wields it slow and there's like a momentum to it that she can like use to do like these spin attacks and like mess people up in like AoE. And um like it it feels really good and it looks cool on the 3DS like Doing research for the show this week, it reminded me that like the 3DS 
could have some really cool stuff on it. Like that that little thing was powerful as shit. Like for yeah, what it, it was, really did, you know. Man. And like, you know, and a variety of things, just things you wouldn't expect. Like I, I was looking. Like I, I sent you a message. I was like, did you do any fighting games? Because I saw Tekken 3D on there, and I'm like, what the fuck is this? And I looked at that, and I'm like. That's a pretty good looking Tekken game on fucking 3DS. Yeah, no, I, you know, and now that uh, now that this is going the way that it's going, I, I'm a little pissed. You sent me that message because he psyched me out of choosing both uh, Tekken 3D and Super Street Fighter 4 3D edition. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, you, huh. yeah, kind of psyched me out. I was gonna do a whole like, you know, wow, I can't believe they ported this to the 3DS yeah. threesome. Instead, I went with the uh, just the, you know the simple Nintendo threesome as I've gone with my whole life. Um, yeah. but. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, um, you know, bizarre 3D port threesome was uh, was very promising. But yeah, um, yeah, yeah. There's there's shit you wouldn't expect on this, and and again, like, and the 3D in those things is used in such interesting little ways. To yeah. it's like, how do you make a fighting game more interesting in 3D? In the case of Super Street Fighter Four, you uh, don't just make it uh, like on the X Y axis. You you tilt the camera a little bit so the characters are kind of moving in and out of uh, you know 3D. That's yeah, all that it takes. Was cool. <laughs> like slightly shifted perspective mode, done. Proof of you know proof of uh, 3D being worthwhile, right there. Uh, yeah. In this game, you know jiggling uh, jiggling titties, you know that uh, uh, makes it all worthwhile. Yeah, but mm. it's it's a pretty cool like action RPG beat 'em up game. Um, I feel like you get more characters as you p- progress. Um, like, I think there's, like, a bard dude who has, like, a, a lute that he plays. Um, yeah, that's cool. That like, I don't really want... If the game is called Code of Princess, I don't want to play as a bard dude. Yeah, no. no kind of period. <laughs> but, no. yeah, the princess is definitely where it's at. Because, I mean, she's... Besides, you know, being, you know, I guess, uh, traditionally well attractive. With certain uh, also, capabilities. She also has a... That, like I said, that sword is badass. I like a really good, cool broadsword, you know? And the way she handles it is is, is very good. Like, right. she can take people out with it. Like, it's just... So, is, it, is she like an Amazon, or is she just unnaturally gifted with a large sword? You know, I do feel like she does... She's kind of tall, I would say. Um, like, tall enough to where it doesn't look totally silly that she's right. holding it. Not like I would say with the buster. I would say more like the character design, like of what she's wearing, is more silly than her wielding the sword. Okay. I feel right. like she could wear a, a few more things, but that's just me. <laughs> I mean, I'll cover start. up a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah no, like that's you know, someone's daughter, you know. Right. It's true. You know, the king's daughter. Yeah. The, yeah. Yeah. But I yeah, I mean, I'm I'm down with Amazons. I'm down with Valkyries. I'm down with you know large women in general. And yeah, you throw a throw a big broadsword in the mix. You know, super down. So yeah. You know, so oh, Jesse, wait, the, have have you guys been saying broad swords this whole time? I thought you were saying bra swords, like a sword made out of a giant bra of some no, type. God, Johnny, come on, how, man! It's a broad we... sword, a sword wielded by a woman. By broad. <laughs> oh no! Went the other way. Yeah, jeez, we're being reductive here. This broad with the sword. Oh, no. Hickory oh, dickory duck. <laughs> can Coda we princess can suck my cock. Can we get oh. the dice man on the show yet? Yeah, like, yeah. What's it gonna take yeah he to does prestigious stuff now. 
Yeah, how much? I mean, you know, can, can the, we get a fucking 90-minute cameo from the Dice Man? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, can't, it can't be that fucking expensive. <laughs> oh! Uh, God. Game three. <laughs> Perfect. sequel, which is this game, uh, improved on the original by enhancing breast physics and clothing destruction and introducing the first playable male character. (laughs) This game made me feel things. (laughs) Not not myself either. Okay. (laughs) Johnny is pretty good. Uh, Weeaboo's 3DD. 3DD. Yeah. 3DD. <laughs> That's incorrect. And um, John, Dead or Alive, Extreme 3D, also incorrect. Hey, fuck you. There's there's way more male characters in Dead or Alive. I know, but yeah, whatever. <laughs> so this is um, Sanran uh, Kagura 2, uh, Crimson Seas or something. Um, what? It okay. This game is no. Say okay. it again. I literally can't type what you said. Uh, <laughs> you can't type or something. <laughs> let, me, let me get the full title because it. I we need to talk about this game. It's is it the ridiculous. sequel or the original? Yeah, that's the sequel. Deep Crimson. There you go. Okay. Senron Kagro Two Deep Crimson. So, okay, I'm gonna listen. I literally to didn't get any of that the first time. <laughs> and you t- you tell me if you like the following things. You like ninjas? Yes. yes. Um, 
Do you like uh, beat-em-ups? Yes. Do you like uh, boobs? (laughs) Most times. Well, yes. (laughs) Broadly, yes. I'll say yes. So this game has all of those things. Um, It is about uh, these ninja clans that are all like women with Mm. uh, breasts and like their breasts are weapons it's it's, no they they actually (laughs) use like like real ninja weapons well I say real ninja weapons and then I remember there's also a character that has a fucking chain gun and um (laughs) so that doesn't seem very ninja like but but she's definitely a character um but like these breasts are different (laughs) than like real breasts like they are like something like I'm I'm serious like I played like 20 minutes of this thing and half of it was just me processing what was happening to like just to, to think of what kind of like physical ailment maybe like maybe they were just tumors or something because the way these things were moving all around like like I'm making movements for the podcast listeners with my hands that look like they're going all over the place. It's like they're trying to escape all the time. Okay. And so there's that. Um, when the enemies are typically other women ninjas, and whenever you hurt them, the more you hurt them, the more their clothes get removed. And um, <laughs> you never see them naked. They go down to like their bathing suits or underwear, depending oh, on word. what mood they're in. Because some of them have like a one piece bathing suit and some have like bikinis and stuff um sometimes you can just shed your own clothing to like get yourself a power boost and it 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 increases your damage output but uh you also take more damage um but it is just it's weird like yeah okay i'm looking at a gif now of it and yeah the breasts are really moving in unnatural ways and all this woman's doing is casting like a spell yeah like, <laughs> she seems to like morph out of her uh, normal clothes into a bikini and then back into schoolgirl clothes. All the while, the breasts are just yeah. like gesticulating and you know rotating. Like in you know, it's um, it's yeah. like odd. It's troubling. That's what it is. Yeah. Like, you know, I, I don't want to be TMI, but like. Yeah, and maybe this is just me because I'm, you know, just some terrible, you know, beta cuck. But like, I don't know that my wife's breasts have ever moved in this way. Like, you know, these are not natural ways for breasts yeah. to move when all What's, someone's doing is standing there. You, like, it's you know, you have to game. Was this game released outside of Japan? Like, this, <laughs> yes, this this game in the United States. Wow. Yeah. And like, it's 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 weird because like. The breasts move in like wave motions and shit. This is—it's like, yeah, it's weird. It's like they—they—it's like they have a bunch of like water balloons strapped to them or something. Yeah, but like there's it's... also like an invisible pool of water under the breasts, causing yeah. them to be subjected to like the moon and the tides. Like it's yeah, you know, they're the breasts are moving real weird. Here. Yeah, you know it's what? Like, the, the first thing I thought of is uh, The Simpsons, a Homer's Triple Bypass episode, The Jiggle Test. Yes. It, that's all I can think of. <laughs> it's basically that. Though, just two of those. There's two Homer's right on there. <laughs> and, like, I was thinking about this, 
and I had some kind of deep thoughts where I was like, is it weird to like, like, okay, yes. But like, I kind of felt shame for playing this game. Yes. But then I was like, but why? Like, these aren't actual representations of the human form. Right. Like, clearly. Like, there's things happening on screen that are very questionable. And, like, to even... To think that that's, like, an expectation of another person is just ridiculous. So it's almost like you can kind of appreciate this weird monstrosity of of me and not reflect that <laughs> onto, like, a person. It's, the, it's like, the same way that I feel playing the Shantae games. Like, it's just, it's weird that everything's constantly jiggling. You know, and I, I don't know why it's necessarily weird if it's, like, constant. Like, you know, if, if this is just what this game is, then, you know, why am I, why do I find it weird? You know, probably because the game's made by a bunch of men. And in the case of this game, Sengen Kagura, fucking probably because the characters are in 3D. So it's like they really took a lot of time to render 3D models of these breasts and jiggle them. You know, whereas like the Shantae games, it's like, you know, just pixelated like, oh man, they made sure to animate the little up and downs of the, the breasts in every situation. But yeah, like, can I put my finger on why it's weird? No, no, I can't. So but would you like play to. this? <laughs> oh, yeah. That's, uh, that's always been my, you know, my big thing. I like, I like to touch a breast with a finger. <laughs> I want to so put a finger on. Would you play this with the 3D turned on? How far out of the screen do the breasts? Right. Go is it like, is it like the else? shark in Back to the Future Part Two? Do the yeah. breasts just come out and eat you in the street? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you have to turn it off, or you have like a heart condition. Yeah, it's exactly like that. Oh my god! Except two sharks, and one's going left and one's going right. Yeah, they're just coming at you. There you go. Two different circling motions. Yeah. Jaws three double D. Yeah. Oh god! But like, it's. I would say it's more comical. Like, you're looking it at them and you it's, can't it's look away because it's it like, is. what is that? This is not people. Yeah. <laughs> and they wouldn't have made it like that if you weren't meant to, like, look at them and find them hilarious. Like, yeah. you know, nobody can look at this and be like, that's the hottest thing I've ever seen. Like, you know, this is, you know, like, it's, it's too. It says bizarre. you. And it's yeah. like, when you, get, when you lose, because I was I fought in a boss fight and, uh, and she just wrecked me. And so then my character is just like laying on the ground in her like underwear and like her, you know, just they're so big, John. Like they're so <laughs> big. Like it's so upsetting. Like, Even when she's laying down. Yeah. Yeah. And Ugh. so like, well, she's kind of like in this weird pose. And then like her like cheeks do that little blush thing. Like I just lost a <laughs> boss fight, but. Wait, what's about to happen? Like, yeah. why is she blushing? What's now, wait a minute. Is there... I didn't notice. Is there similar physics for the butt? You, know, you said the cheeks were blushing. Not as physical. Like they, like, they definitely show the butt. Like, they're, they're right. going to let you... Remind you. Like, yeah, she's got a butt, too, guys. Come right. on. You know? <laughs> My butt is down here, please. <laughs> yeah. Like, like you're going to see some upskirts and stuff, you know. Oh, no. Well, it's yeah, fan yeah. service. Like, it's so much oh, fan oh, no, service. Oh, no, Johnny. It's, it's Japan. <laughs> but, like, I just could not imagine, like, it's, it'd be impossible to masturbate to this game. Like, really. I would just be like, 
What? <laughs> what, well, yeah. what am I doing? Oh, that's because, Jesse, it's a 3DS game. One of your hands is constantly occupied by the 3DS. It takes really two hands to play the game. You know. And it would be pretty absurd to set that 3DS down and masturbate onto it. Like, it would probably onto really it. gum up the screens. <laughs> and then if you closed it, it would just... And then oh. when you open it, it'd be like this ah. web opens yeah. up. Yeah. Ah, you know, ugh. Give your 3DS the reverse Oreo. Um... <laughs> No, nah, man, we Wait, don't do that. How is that here. the reverse Oreo? If you're putting you the, put cream the cream in it. back in it and close it. <laughs> oh, um, God, fucking, we're moving on. So, um, <laughs> guys, y- y- this is fucking absurd, but uh, you know, we got some good fan requests in for the episode, and I wasn't anticipating there being two threesomes already on the episode. So, um, <laughs> guys, it's it's a. It's time for no. an all no, fan no, request. Fuck you. No, it, it, no, It's time, hey, Johnny. You. Get, get your finger on the, the key again. It's time for an all fan request. VGM threesome. God. VGM threesome. Damn it. <sighs> VGM threesome. <sighs> VGM threesome. <sighs> Game one. So it should be obvious. Um, but uh, this game featured some downloadable story episodes, which are considered non-canon and contain frequent breaking of the fourth wall. And those uh, those story episodes take place one year after the events of the game and feature uh, Luke and Maya and the two title characters returning to Labyrinthia. Can't spell it out for you any harder than that. Yes, Johnny. <laughs> uh, what? One of those <laughs> is vaguely a penis. The other things aren't even close. Uh, are they teeth? And, and Jesse, you, uh, I'm hoping, are going to say a correct answer here. Oh, I wrote who? Oh, no. <laughs> Hey, you me. didn't. You didn't recognize that song. A slightly redone version of a rather iconic tune from a, a handheld uh, little series. There. Not really. 
Damn, dude. That was the uh, that was the pursuit theme from uh, Phoenix Wright, done in the style of Professor Layton. This is Phoenix Wright versus oh. Professor Layton. I've never played a uh, a uh, Phoenix Wright game. What about a Professor Layton? Uh, I have played a few of those. Okay, uh, and I, I'm sorry. Correction, I got the names backwards. It's F- Professor Layton. Versus Phoenix Wright Ace Attorney. That is the actual title of the game. So sorry to all of our Leighton and Wright heads out there. Um, yeah, no, um, this was an appealing request when we were doing a normal episode of the show, and I could have done three songs from the game and played a Phoenix Wright song and a Professor Leighton song and then some other nice song uh, from, you know, somewhere in between. But uh, it kind of falls apart on a threesome because. Yeah, there's no way to really convey everything in just one song, unless you choose an iconic song from Phoenix Wright done in a new style, like, uh, say, in Professor Layton game. Um, But, uh, yeah, I was happy to get this request. But also, man, I, uh, it was only just in the last, you know, couple of years that I finally attempted to play a Phoenix Wright game. In, like, true earnest, you know, like, I bought the Phoenix Wright uh, collection on Switch and put some effort into it. And I do not like Phoenix Wright games, period. Like, man, uh, not fun. Not fun to play at all. I'm intrigued by Professor Layton. So, Jesse, you played a few of them? Yeah. A few of them? How many of them are there? (laughs) There's a bunch. I mean, I haven't finished any of them. Right. Who would? forget there's between I would say five and seven. Oh wow goddamn um but they're yeah. pretty cool they seem cool because they seem really kind of I don't know they seem to have a charm to them uh they're they're like folksy and you know you play as a guy wearing a, a big top hat um ooh. yeah he goes around solving uh mysteries and stuff and and in order to, like, get evidence, or not evidence, but clues and stuff for the mysteries, you have to do, like, mini-games and yeah. logic puzzles and Solving stuff. Solving puzzles. And, um, that sounds so much more fun than the Phoenix Wright games. Oh, yeah, by far. Because the Phoenix Wright games are, like, point-and-click games where you just click on things and it's like, oh, look, uh, you know, bloody scrap of, uh, you know, something here. I'll make a note of that. And then when you've got the fucking person in the courtroom and you're trying to present the evidence... It's like, I couldn't have possibly done it. It's like, well, I have the evidence to refute you. There was fucking, you know, blood in your fingerprints all over the place. And you present that, but you didn't present it during, like, the right sentence of dialogue. And the game's like, hey, hey, hey. Game over. You fucked up. It's like, (laughs) it's so frustrating to play those games. (laughs) Like, you gotta poke a hole in this statement, but it's never with the piece of evidence that you think. Um, and yes, you can get a game over and have to start a fucking, like, case over, so fuck that. But, um, you know, they're appealing to me because of the story and the absurd characters, and the Professor Layton games are appealing to me because of the puzzles and the top hat, and the general just, like, cartoonish whimsy. But, uh, no, I didn't play, uh, didn't play Phoenix Wright versus Professor Layton. There's Um, a really good, uh, animation, a fan animation of Professor Layton called Professor Layton and the Malignant Tumor. Oh, and no. it's it's pretty hilarious, I just gotta say. Okay. Um, and you find so, out what's under his hat. Oh, it's a malignant tumor. Yes. 
Is it like a ratatouille situation? Um, not necessarily, no, but it's, it? it's pretty funny. Sorry, a more contemporary reference for Everything Everywhere fans. Is it a raccoon situation? <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, I'll, have to, I'll have to watch that. Drop a link in the chat or something. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm all for fan animations that get Jesse's seal of approval. Wait, no, I'm not. What? <laughs> Why not? <laughs> this could be anything. <laughs> uh, but we'll, we'll see. Um, but yeah, so this was a, this was a request uh, in our Discord from CX Trife. Uh, thank you, CX, for the uh, request. You know, it it's a nice soundtrack uh, loaded with you know latinized versions of Phoenix Wright tunes and uh, you know uh, like uh, more kind of up-tempo version of Professor Layton tunes. I'm, I'm looking forward to listening to more of the soundtrack, and that seems to be the main appeal of this for me, is the, the soundtrack. I'm, like... I, I, have they made a Professor Layton game not on 3DS yet? Is there a Switch one? Yeah, there's a Switch one. Yeah. Layton's, Layton's Mystery Journey, and then Professor Layton in the New World of Steam. Um, oh, oh, wait, that one's not out yet. Um... Well, at some point, I'll play Professor Layton in the New World of Steam on Switch and probably enjoy it. But, uh, you know, Ace Attorney can go fuck itself. Take your fun characters and silly Japanese shit and jam it up your ass. But thank you, CX. Hot take. Let's uh, keep it going. (laughs) Game two.
Uh, all right, guys. So, um, in this game, players can choose from uh, any of 12 jobs, uh, or, as they're known in this game, life classes. And as a bonus hint, as Johnny is done writing his answer, uh, this game was already on the show tonight. Oh. Yeah. I... <laughs> oh, God damn it. All right. So Johnny says what? life asses. <laughs> what the fuck? Jesse, what's the answer? Fantasy life. It's fantasy life. I was like, this is very... Very familiar sound. Hey, I know this. <laughs> um, Wait, life classes? I just did this. Yeah, <laughs> man. Uh, Johnny's on the right track with life asses. Um, but no, it's uh, it's fantasy life. Uh, where they just... call jobs life classes, apparently. I don't approve of that. Um, yeah, okay, so one thing I forgot to mention. Yeah, go for it, Jesse, because, yeah, uh, I want to thank the, uh, while you're talking, I'm going to pull up the uh, the requester and thank him, because, yeah, I'm glad you like this game. (laughs) There's this just absurd situation, which, of course, it's a video game, so why am I even that upset? But, like, (laughs) there's these two guys, and they're trying to, like, mug a butterfly, which I don't understand why, like, of all things, so you go and, like, save the butterfly, and butterfly is nice, but then um, when it goes off, he just says, "Good luck with your life." And like the like, if I didn't understand that the game was going to be using the word life a lot, like it would sound very smarmy to me. Like, yeah, good luck with your life. It's like, like <laughs> thanks for you, saving butterfly. me from that mugging. Good luck with the rest of your life, bitch, yeah. dude. <laughs> mugging a butterfly makes total sense, man. But like, butterflies are fucking loaded. I don't know if you know this. But they're, if you, oh, they're flashy. Like they're so they're the flashiest of, like, bugs. <laughs> they have so I much s- pollen, and nectar. <laughs> I saw these cool butterflies, um, and like their caterpillar does something that's kind of fucked up and funny. Is it like goes down to the ground and then it makes itself smell like these kind of ants, and so these ants come and take the, the caterpillar into their uh, ant nest and just like put it where like the babies are. And then the ants just feed the caterpillars, and then the caterpillars also make themselves smell like the queen. So mm. then the ants are like, "Oh, cool, we got another queen. Let's feed feed this thing more." And and like they'll neglect their own young so they can feed these caterpillars. Is this <laughs> in the game, or are you describing an actual butterfly ant relationship in the an real world? An actual butterfly ant relationship. You're describing a nature show. This is not yeah. part of fantasy life. Like David Attenborough showed me this, okay. and it was really amazing. <laughs> they feed this you know, feed this butterfly a bunch of royal jelly, and it becomes the queen bee, butterfly. Um, so yeah, cool. I mean, we already talked about fantasy life, so I figured you know, we did. So cool. might as well go into you yeah. know butterflies, butterflies. Yeah, um, but it is uh, it is fun to think that the butterfly was being dismissive of your entire life like yeah thanks for saving me good luck with your fucking life um but you know, it was luck. more thanking you and like saying hey good job not uh you know I don't know but I feel like when somebody says good job to me they're not saying like you have a good job they're saying you you know you did a you did a good thing Dig. yeah um we gotta we gotta change the way we talk about these things guys 
Um, you know, I, you know, I'm at you know this new job now, and nobody has wished me like you know nobody has told me that I'm doing great in life. You know, in my life class. Have a good life, John. Yeah. <laughs> this is your life now. Um, there's been nothing like that. So you level up your life class. Yes, exactly. You know, there was an understanding. I got this new job with the promise of leveling up my life class within a few years. You know, there's position. You know, there's room for advancement in my uh, life class. You know, when you say it like that, it sounds really fucking sad. Like a job yeah, is just does. a job, but when it's your life class, it's just you know, no, that's too much. That's you know, let it just be my fucking job. Fantasy life needs something where it's like, all right, no, it's not all about your fucking life class, like. Yeah, you know, your your fucking life class only takes up like a third of each day, and you still get your weekends. Like, no, there needs. Yeah, no, I I don't know if I support this fantasy life if it's just all about having a job. If they call your job your life, I'm not sure I support fantasy life. <laughs> Let's get back to the boobs. Yeah, exactly. Um, thank you, Silver Nova, for the request. I'm sorry that Jesse used it earlier in the show, but um, yeah, I'm also not sorry for it. It's a, it's a Nobu Uematsu soundtrack. We really didn't, yeah. uh, you know, harp on that early. Uh, fucking Nobu Uematsu. Was this his last like fully credited soundtrack? I feel like it. It's right in that range. Um, it's one of. Yeah. Yeah, we uh, we miss Uematsu, man. Um, we need to get him to compose a new theme song for Game That Tune soon. Oh but my god, yes. At first, <laughs> when he composed, it's nice, but uh, you know we've been using it for so many episodes, it's lost its luster. So we need to lure Uematsu back onto Fiverr and pay him to compose <laughs> us a new theme song. <laughs> That's the lore I'm going with, um, Johnny. Let's keep it going. <laughs> Game three.
Oh, yeah, guys. Um, this game, it introduces a new chain battle feature, allowing random encounters to lead to extended battles that result in greater experience and job point rewards. As somebody that's been playing Octopath Traveler 2 lately, that sounds kind of intriguing, kind of into it. But it's not Octopath Traveler or Octopath Traveler 2. Neither of those came out on the 3DS, so... Yet. Yet. Johnny has gone the right path and written Life Asses 3D. Uh, sadly, incorrect. Jesse, what's the answer? Uh, Persona Q? No! Oh. God damn, hey, no. You. It's uh, Bravely Second in Lair. Oh, uh, yeah. I've you know. heard of that. You should have heard of it. You know, guys, the fan request, when I announced that it's the fan request up front, it's a good opportunity to make up some points because they're all listed in our Discord. Join our Discord. Check the show notes. Um, that would be cheating, John. Yes. Yes, it would. <laughs> the show has been pro wrestling for so many years, Jesse. Uh, if you don't think that fucking David and or me, mostly David, Googles something from every answer that we get right, you're just a well. Just googling a mark. is fine. You're a mark, but, but just having the fucking answers listed—that's different. Yes, uh, it's the easiest guys, way to get the right answer. Because <laughs> some people don't know how to Google. Johnny's been checking the metadata for years. Yeah, yeah that's that's some worse. people don't know how to delete their tags. <laughs> Seriously, like you know, peek behind the curtain. <laughs> like we we download these songs, and you know, David will change the file name to say David Song One, but then he'll leave all this fucking like you know. Heroic battle master quest fucking links theme shit in there, and Johnny's like, "Oh, well, it's probably Persona Q." Um, John, you, you're the only one that ever actually like Jesse never deletes tag. Jesse will sometimes edit them. Jesse will fuck with me every once yeah, in a while. I'll put fake that. answers in there. Fake yeah. answers are the best. <laughs> That's hilarious when that happens. Yeah. No, I, I straight up clear my shit, man. I'm not just feeding Johnny correct answers, <laughs> like. No, no, absolutely not. Um, uh, just like I didn't do it with uh, this song from Bravely Second, End Lair. Um, a terrible name for a game. Yeah, it's all over the place. It's yeah. like they threw a bunch of words at it. Mm-hmm. I know the, you know, I, I know those words, but that game title makes no sense. Um, it's, uh, it's an RPG uh, for the uh, 3DS. It's uh, published by Square Enix in Japan and Nintendo in America. And from what I'm seeing of it, it looks a lot like Octopath Traveler. Um, except maybe it's not Octopath Traveler. Maybe there's not eight paths and eight characters. Um, it seems that you're able in this game, instead of having eight jobs, to have 30 jobs. So, in some ways, it's superior to Octopath Traveler. Um, in other ways, it's inferior. Other ways, such as being on the 3DS instead of the Switch. Um, I uh, I am intrigued by this game, though. Like, Jesse, did you play Bravely Default or Bravely Second? I played the first one a little bit. Yeah. It was pretty good. Um, H- have you been playing Octopath Traveler at all? I haven't been able to buy it yet, so... Damn, son. Uh, we're going to need people to go on Patreon. I know it's not on Game Pass yet, but... Uh, 
you know, just uh, throw some more money at it, and I will throw Jesse a copy of uh, Octopath Traveler 2, because I think the game's right up your alley, Jesse. Let me uh, let me ask you something. How I do you feel the about demo, and I loved it. Yeah, how do you feel about JRPGs? Uh, yeah, I love them. <laughs> yeah, turn-based RPGs with menu battles. One of my favorite genres. Uh, in the case of Octopath Traveler versus Bravely Second, Octopath has the 16-bit, you know, 2D HD style. Uh, Bravely Second's got more of the chibi uh, 3DS model style. Both are fine. Both are fine. Um, yeah, it seems like uh, just really good, you know, RPG menu battles. Uh, I was looking at the, you know, little clips and videos of Bravely Second, and it's like. Yeah, you got your four party characters. The bottom screen on the 3DS is showing you like what status ailments they're suffering from versus like what you know their uh, attacks are going to do to the next guy. Uh, top screen showing pretty good animations. Um, really seems a lot like Octopath Traveler. <laughs> like uh, you earn um, brave points uh, in battle that allow you to. Uh, unleash like multiple attacks in one turn um, as you uh, as you kind of go on in the battle. I'm not sure if this game has the break system like Octopath Traveler has. Octopath has the like the elemental and the weapon weaknesses, and you can break the enemies and then do extra damage when they're broken. Um, but you definitely build up like extra points that allow you to do extra attacks, and um, you know you earn job points from battles to level up your different job classes. Yeah, they're just, uh, it seems like there's a lot of similarities here, and I'm glad, because I've been playing a lot of Octopath Traveler 2 and nothing else, so it gives me some frame of reference for this game. Um, you know, I, I'd be, uh, I, I hate to keep harping on, you know, our 3DS episode, like, please bring these things off the 3DS, <laughs> but, like, I kind of want to play this not on a 3DS. Like, these, uh, this game seems fun, and it's, if it's like Octopath Traveler, but less, you know, it's, uh, it's, less branching and wild and eight stories than Octopath. If it's more like, you know, one story, but you choose 30 different jobs and mix and match, I'm cool with that. Is Bravely Second on the Switch? Um, not that I'm aware of. It's, uh, I thought that all, one. All, it's a 3DS exclusive. There was one that came out recently, I thought, that there was on the Switch. Um... Uh, Bravely defaults a 3DS exclusive. Fucking you okay. Know. Uh, Bravely second. Yeah, I. I don't know. Um, I'd have yeah. to. I'm not you know, sure that this is uh, that much of a series. I think there's only the two games. So. Huh. Oh wait, uh, there's Bravely Default too. Excuse me. Hold on. Uh, that came out on the Switch. Yes. There we go. There you go. I'm sorry. Yeah. So Bravely Default two out on the Switch. Um, there you go. Published by. Uh, Square Enix in Japan and Nintendo in America. Okay, I heard, cool. I heard that one's pretty good too. I'm, I might have to check it out because if it's like what I've been doing with Octopath, uh, you know, I'm kind of cool with it. Like, you know, again, RPGs with uh, you know a bunch of different job classes and heck yeah, yeah, uh, you know, I'm super into it. And you know, based on how much I've been enjoying Octopath too. Uh, you know, I might have a continuing itch for this afterward. Yeah, will I have the time to play it once Tears Whoa. of the Kingdom comes out? Nope. No. <laughs> That's the thing. I'm kind of, you know... Tears of the Kingdom feels like the last video game I'm ever going to play. So, you know, I kind of think, uh, you know, I, I need to get through Octopath 2 in the next 10 days or so. 
and then uh, shift my focus completely to uh, to Zelda. But if I get back to playing games after that, then bravely just, uh, bravely default just, two on Switch might be where it's at. Just do what Link does and fuse the two games together. That's a good idea, man. Maybe I can. Octopath Zelda. Octorock Traveler. Maybe I can tape a second Switch to my Switch, so while I'm playing Zelda, I can also be controlling Bravely Default 2. Uh, Hopefully the controls line up. Um, I'm not sure they do, but I mean, you know, Bravely's Bravely's turn-based, Zelda's more action, so maybe, I don't know, maybe I can find the flow. I uh, I think I could do it. But uh, yeah, uh, a fun game with a with a cool soundtrack. Uh, another great request, of course. You know, we love our fans and we love our fan requests. Uh, this one came to us from Acre. Thank you so much, Acre, for the request. Um, you know, I uh, I'm glad to know. Thank you, Jesse, for pointing out that there is a a Bravely game on a system that I would currently enjoy playing it on because you know these games seem very cool and I'm super uh, super intrigued by it. So. That sounds good, man. Um, this is a. Uh, it's been fun so far, you know. But I, I think it's it's good that we're finally through the threesome phase of our show. So Johnny, you've got the last uh, game to close us out. That would be good if we were through the threesome portion of our show. But guess what, guys? This whole show is going to be the threesome portion of the show because I also went with a VGM threesome. What? Spit take! VGM threesome. <sighs> VGM threesome. <sighs> VGM threesome. Three threesomes okay. was the number, One. Johnny, not four threesomes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm seeing 12 here. Yeah, oh, no! <laughs> Alright guys, so this was an eShop game that is based on the 3D Rubble sub-game from a previous uh, game in the series. Alright, sorry, hold on, I gotta fucking uh, rewrite my answer if I can remember the name of this fucking game. (laughs) 
Um. Alright, so Jesse wrote Kirby with titties, which is incorrect, and John wrote Kirby Battle Royale, which is incorrect. No! Hey, fuck you. This is Kirby's Blowout Blast. Okay, no. A hell of a title. <laughs> that was not in my brain. That okay. I don't regret missing that. <laughs> oh, no. Kirby's um, blog game, one of the few Kirby games where you don't have copy abilities. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> what? No, that's not Kirby. <laughs> I mean it's original it is at Kirby. One time. <laughs> Yeah, it's Kirby's Dream Land 1, Kirby's Blowout Blast, end of list. Uh, so this is a game, uh, it's like an arcade kind of style game where your goal is to suck up enemies and spit them out at other enemies, which I guess is most Kirby games, but... Fuck this. Your, your goal is to try to, like, chain combos together. Like, you'll, um... Be able to suck in a couple enemies to get the bigger star, and then try to blow out three or four enemies at a time with it. Right? That's your that's your goal is to, I guess, be efficient. Um, and it's a pretty fun game. Uh, it's got uh some pretty interesting uh, uh boss fights. Um, and there's like a whole thing where you can unlock uh, secret levels and a final secret stage with the final secret boss at the end. Um, and it the final secret boss is pretty. Horry as it usually as it usually is in most Kirby games. Hell yeah! Fucking hit the uh, spoiler drop and uh, let's fucking talk about it, man. I want to hear how horrifying it is. Uh, the final boss of this game is like get to the boss list. Um, Spoilers. Giant masked DDD. So it's a giant oh. DDD with a weird mask, and he has a hammer that like shoots rockets at you. It's not as, honestly, it's not as horry as like other Kirby games because yeah, it's still just no, that, DDD. That, that seems uh, kind of just DDD. <laughs> but the, the, I feel like the mask kind of kicks it up a level here. Like it's uh, it's, I'm posting an image to our Discord now, but like the eh. the mask is eh. disturbing, causes a little bit of distraught. I don't know. No, it doesn't. I mean, that's, you know, Johnny, that's the fucking, that's his final smash in, uh, yeah. you know, Smash Bros. Ultimate. That's not that serious. Oh, well, today I learned. Yeah. You don't play Smash Bros., do you? No. God. <laughs> Embarrassing. It's okay. But yeah, it's a Kirby game. <laughs> again, the I title's can't. Kirby's Blowout Blast. Yeah, so again, Just... it's, uh... Get out of my search history. <laughs> yeah, seriously, man. You know, um... I, I just, I, you know, I don't know. I don't want to reveal my search history, but like, you know, does Kirby even have a butthole? <laughs> like, or is it all just in and out of the mouth? Like, <laughs> what do you call it when your mouth is also your cloaca? Because <laughs> that's what Kirby has. It's <laughs> a very good question. Just bad think, breath. When I'm thinking blowout no. blast. I'm thinking, you know. Like the everything hole, yeah. Everything well, it's hole. some fucking you know some deep anal abyss shit. I'm thinking fucking you know bad prolapse porn, and you know Kirby thankfully doesn't is, have a is butthole. There, is there is good, good prolapse porn? That's no. show me that. Okay. I mean, well, I don't want to get into my search history. <laughs> yeah, there, there's uh. Yeah, 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 we don't have to get into it. We don't have to. Yeah, that could be a that could be a bonus show where I <laughs> yeah, discuss. Yeah, you know, that too. Where I fucking do a tier list of 
various prolapse porns. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, I'll just say there's you know there's the ones where it's intentional and the ones where it's accidental. <laughs> Oopsies. Yeah. You know, there's ones where the whole focus is on the, the prolapse. Whole. And, the whole focus. Yeah, the whole focus. That's the name of the fucking DVD I bought. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no curvy on there whatsoever. Um, but yeah, Kirby's no, not blowing anything out. I'm just thinking back to the first time, you know, fucking whatever, <laughs> twelve years ago when I was watching a porn and someone's butt fell out, and I'm like, "What just happened? <laughs> the fuck was that? Oh no!" And then I, I it. start googling it. the medical condition that led to that. I'm like, "That's upsetting. I better see how much more of that there is." <laughs> and turns out a there's lot. a ton. <laughs> so, anyway. Kirby doesn't have a butthole, so his uh, his mouth uh, it does it all, and it's great. Kirby's great. Game Jesus. two. <laughs> God damn it! Alright guys, so this was the last game in the series to be developed natively for the 3DS. And by natively I mean like it's not a enhanced port of a previous game or like a remake of a previous game. It's not technically the last game from this series on the 3DS, but the last game was like a, you know, enhanced remake kind of thing. This is the last native just for the 3DS game from this series. I hope that makes sense. <sighs> okay. All right, let's... I don't feel like changing my, the fucking answer I wrote. Can I just say it's Kirby Battle Royale again? Yeah, you yeah. can say that. And then All right, Kirby, Jesse says Kirby Fleshlight, and John has the correct answer. This is Kirby Battle Royale. Good. So yeah, I Kirby didn't Battle like, Royale. I didn't feel like writing it again. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, it's just a ton of like little 
fighting style mini games, uh, a la Barman Online, but Kirby. Mm hmm. Game three. No, 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 yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Oh, God, I kind of like that. <laughs> Thankfully, it's, it's not a. There's no, uh, there's no like implied butt play in this one. Yeah, uh, it's uh, it's not a battle. You know, I've I've never battle royale is not in my oh. porn search terms. I don't know, man. One of the games Same. is called Coin Clash. I feel like that's an implied butt play game. Is it? No. Or Rocket Rumble. Okay. Now you're talking. That's, Thank that's you. That's more of like a dick thing. But yeah. But what about Apple Scramble? Oh, yeah, Apple. I'll scramble them apples, baby. Robo-bonkers? <laughs> okay, yeah, let's just go through the list of game modes and decide whether they're porn search terms or Kirby games. Um, <laughs> and, you know, they're all Kirby games, but could they also be porn search terms? Flag ball. Um, <laughs> yes, that's, uh, you know, Jesse, you never fucking put a flag on your bones? Slam. Oh, well, just, on both of them, not just one. No, so you flag a single ball. No, no, I flag both of them. Okay, you know, flags ball. Yeah. Flags balls, <laughs> excuse me. Yeah. Uh, slam hockey. Not on the porn search sites that I go to, but probably no. if you click the little icon and change over. To <laughs> Crazy theater. All the time. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's my number one search. <laughs> that's my fucking porn website i you know go to fucking crazy x theater <laughs> it's uh it's right there man i i that's the, i don't know why i went with that one without reading the rest first that's the best one okay it's fine you know there's attack riders that's absolutely a porn search okay. term or um, express now or express Wait. is oh, i thought you said or express yes exactly that's, Kirby, that's the thing whoa. Or Express, like you know, like you're trying to produce metals is one thing, but Horror Express is this is a Kirby brothel. Yeah, yeah, that's that's like Kirby's running a fucking you know a brothel for. I don't, I don't want to make insinuations Kirby's towards blowout blast. Yeah, exactly. Talking about blowout blast. You know, no uh, no grand jury duty references on this podcast. Fucking no. Horror Express. I, I hear Horror Express. I just think of lemon stealing Horror Express. Yes. <laughs> yes. And I mean, there's also Battle Arena. Um, that's not funny. It's not funny, but like it happens, man. I've seen a lot of a lot of porn centered around that very idea. Yeah, you know, Gladiator was huge for a while there, guys. Yeah, he glad he ate her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Are you not entertained? <laughs> um, so yeah, uh, Johnny, you want to go through the copy abilities that you can use in this game, whether or not any of those are in your porn search terms? Oh, good question. Uh, I don't have a list of that handy. <laughs> I'm just um, going to go with Johnny's number one porn search term, cutter. <laughs> I mean, I don't I mean, use that word, but... <laughs> I but can I, see where those people in these videos may have done that once or yeah, three listen, times. Uh, yeah, I don't type the word cutter, but I am alternative. Is that a lot, of, a lot of suicide girl only fans? Yeah. <laughs> Just how it goes. Uh, oh. Okay, so we'll see. We got sword, bomb, beetle, <laughs> oh, ha hammer. That's a pretty good point. Oh, yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah, we all saw the <laughs> MC Hammer sex tape. <laughs> Uh, Waddle Dee is a pretty good. 
Uh, mirror. I don't know. Whip. Oh, okay. Yeah, actually, whip is a porn. <laughs> I mean, and mirrors, mirror. Mirror is pretty good. Like, I like yeah. it mirror like on top of the ceiling so you can look at yourself fuck. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I like it as the floor to the porn. So everything's so just too. like a you know, mirror image and you have to see the cameraman there. It's uh, skirts galore. <laughs> yes, exactly. Put them on your shoes. <laughs> These mirrors. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Uh, then there, three. I was going to say tornado, but yeah, let's move to game three. <laughs> God guys so this game marks the, the <laughs> debut what? what was that <laughs> got a weird flex yeah <laughs> <laughs> fucking big dick energy over here fucking cracking cans right into the mic <laughs> this game marks the debut and only appearance of the hypernova ability See here. Hmm. Jesse's got an answer up. All right, yeah, cool. I got it. So Jesse says Kirby Puckett's Dreamland, which is incorrect. And John says Kirby Triple Deluxe, which is correct. Uh, Triple Deluxe, another good term. <laughs> well, I think that's what the show's been. It's a triple. I've been deluxe. angling towards that the whole time. Those, you know, my fucking all my porn search terms go back to the triple deluxe. And uh, yeah, this uh, this show has been quite the triple deluxe. <laughs> uh, four triples, Jesus. <laughs> Woo! Yeah, Johnny, Jesus Christ. Um, so what is hypernova? Hypernova is an ability that lets you um, do inhale, but at a greater range, and lets you inhale significantly larger enemies. And they're usually the hypernova is placed by, um, like it's placed within the levels. Like there'll be a, a, a like super fruit kind of thing you eat, and mm. you get the hypernova ability, and it's to solve a like environment specific puzzle for that moment, right? right? So it's not like a enemy you find and you get hypernova. It's like oh here's hypernova. Oh, look at this giant thing in front of you. Maybe you yeah, should do something with it. It's pretty obvious you should you suck up this hypernova thing. <laughs> yeah. It's very I'm similar cool to um, oh, the Kirby game where you get like the mega sword and the mega fire and, and all those abilities. So it's like, okay, yeah, you should probably hit this thing with a giant hammer. <laughs> you know? 
Right. Kind See, of, I like that, vibe. but I also like... I like the Kirby games where, like, say in... Uh, I want to say it was Kirby Superstar. You'd have levels where, like, you get the fire ability in, like, one screen... And then the next screen, there's a cannon that maybe you need to have the fire ability in order to light. So if you lost your fire ability during that first screen, you know, you get to the second screen. It's like, oh, damn, I needed that fire ability to light that cannon. Not like, here's the ability you need sitting right next to the thing you need to use it on. Like, you know, with a big fucking neon sign pointing at it, like saying, suck this. (laughs) Um you know, God, suck this and then do this. this. You know, but uh, yeah, I, I still think it's fine. I, you know, Kirby games are so charming; it makes up for the fact that sometimes they have a big neon sign pointing right at something. <laughs> yeah, I feel like Kirby's Adventure was some one of the more obtuse games with that, right? Kirby's Adventure would have levels where there's like something you got hit with a hammer or a rock, and there's no rocks or hammers on the previous screen. Right. You, you gotta go get the hammer somewhere else and, like, fucking come back to that stage and hit it, you know? Mm-hmm. And, I mean, I love, like, shit in, like, the Great Cave Offensive where it's, like, oh, you're just kind of, like, moving and, like, you know, oh, there's a bomb block. I'll hit that. But, like, it makes, you know, like a, a chest fall, like, right into a thing of lava. It's like, oh, fuck. I shouldn't have done that. <laughs> like, I mean, yeah. <laughs> need to actually know what I'm fucking doing here, not just rush through everything and hit everything. Like, I need to actually take my time and try to get things. Yeah. I like Kirby games when they make you stop and think for just a second. Yeah. But I also appreciate a Kirby game that makes you just, like, suck up something and do something really fucking cool with it. So maybe, uh, maybe this Hypernova is kind of where it's at. A little bit of both. Yeah, because I enjoyed, uh, the fucking, the Kirby on Switch. Uh, Johnny, that's actually, you know, I hate to transition out of 3DS, but... You're a Switch owner. Have you played the new Kirby? Um, Kirby in the Forgotten Land. No, I still have not played that one. Johnny, I'm not kidding. Uh, like, buy it tonight. It's fucking awesome. Like, it's just... It's fantastic from front to back. It's so much fun. It's a 3D Kirby that's, you know, endlessly, relentlessly charming. You can... Uh, like upgrade your copy abilities by you know collecting little things throughout the level there's hidden things in each level the you know it's got a little bit of the the horrifying shit like Kirby's good for but you know mostly it's just a really good 3D-ish Kirby game and it's got a little bit of that stuff you're talking about here like the hypernova thing like oh I've got a you know, Kirby's got his, in this one's mouthful mode. Like, you can suck up a big thing and turn Kirby into a bizarre shape and make him do, you know, weird shit. And it's pretty much always right outside where you need it. Like, but you always get to do something fun with it. You, mm-hmm. you really, you gotta, you gotta play this new Kirby, Johnny. It's fucking great. As a Kirby guy, you gotta fucking try it. So, that's my, uh, that's my endorsement for the new Kirby. As for uh, Triple Deluxe, yeah, I mean, I'm in, I'm intrigued by the hypernova, but now having you know, did it have like tomatoes and lettuce and stuff? I I don't I, mean, I don't think so. Don't most Kirby games have tomatoes? Well, like the Arch Deluxe had like. You know, <laughs> oh, god damn it! I'm sorry. <laughs> McDonald's uh, hamburger for grown-ups. Is that a thing <laughs> that we're referencing the 
The Arch Deluxe? Yeah. Not the McDLT? No, because it's not Kirby's triple BLT, John. There are ways to make make really esoteric (laughs) McDonald's references and make them, like, more noble. Just saying, like, you know, was Kirby an Arch Deluxe? You know, I don't know. Like, if you said... Was there a section in the game where you kept the cold part of Kirby cold and the hot part hot and then combined them later? I'd be like, are you describing the Mick DLT? <laughs> you know, but no, you just went to Arch Deluxe. I, you know, yeah. So I far, the game sa- where a, a, a man with a piano head plays... A man with a piano head. A man with a moon head. A moon head plays a piano. <laughs> oh, I look back tonight. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking, you know... <sighs> I'm trying... Has the Arch Deluxe been a thing? <laughs> like, I feel like that was... Ex- like, I don't think it exists anymore, but... Yeah, it was discontinued 23 years ago, Jesse. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> you had to be into McDonald's in a very specific set of years. What a I think specific from, thing! I think from 1999 to 2000. <laughs> yeah, it was it fucking... God damn, Arch Deluxe was discontinued in 2000. And when I've was it the- introduced? Uh, hold on. Uh, Come on, 1999. It no. Uh, it 90, was 95. 1996. Oh, oh. marketed to adults, and then it was discontinued after failing to become popular. And I've got the exploded view of the Arch Deluxe here. I'll, I'll just read <laughs> off the Arch Deluxe: a soft, buttery bakery home-style bun, a new secret sauce for grown-ups made of. Mustards and mayonnaise. <laughs> Fresh, crisp iceberg lettuce leaves. Two for each serving. Catch us S- for kids, fuckers. Yeah, exactly. Sweet, slivered Spanish onions. A juicy, ripe, delicious tomato slice. Great beef flavor can be enhanced with the distinct taste of hickory smoked bacon. <laughs> Here's the, the kicker. A slice of American cheese. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a juicy quarter pound patty of McDonald's 100% pure domestic beef cooked to perfection. And on the bottom, sweet, extra fancy tomato ketchup. <laughs> oh, there it is. <laughs> yeah. I remember extra it being pretty fancy. Good. God damn, that's such an adult burger. <laughs> Thank you, uh, McDonald's, for providing the exploded view. <laughs> for Jesse referencing a sandwich that hasn't been eaten by anybody in 23 years. God. Can you imagine somebody today handing you a 23-year-old Arch Deluxe? It probably still looks the same, right? I mean, like, you know, McDonald's does that, that whole, like, it doesn't rot thing. Like, yeah. <laughs> can you imagine if you're Leonardo DiCaprio being handed a 23-year-old sandwich? Like, oh, perfect. Yeah, oh, cool. I loved it. <laughs> How old is this sandwich? 23? Uh, a little old for my taste. Uh, Fine by me. <laughs> I guess. Oh, man. Damn. We're, uh, we're roasting the I can get into cougars. We're taking the fucking Arch Deluxe to test tonight. We're, uh, you know, this, uh, this triple no Kirby. Safe. This all Kirby threesome finish <laughs> really fucking set us off the deep end. Uh, Johnny. Um... Fucking what a uh, what a pick! What a series of picks! What a way to end! <laughs> Fucking three versions of King Dedede's theme. <laughs> Fuck asshole. You're welcome. Yeah, take us home. Calculating computer activated. Computers, beeps, 
Oh, sorry, I was uh, checking up on the chat. What was that? Oops. Scoring complete. This game's winner is. Jesse Moore. Hell yeah, motherfucker. Great job, wow, Jesse. Yeah, it shouldn't be. I only scored points because Johnny fucking chose three Kirby games for his fucking threesome. Uh, <laughs> otherwise, I was pretty out of it tonight. So, Jesse, great job. Great game. Thank you. Yeah. Um, you, know, you had the added benefit of choosing the request as one of your uh, one of your games. So, Oh, yeah. Man, what a fucking show. I love that we, uh, we all had the opportunity to score, like, Nine points, uh, you know, piece, and uh, <laughs> high score was two tonight. <laughs> uh, you know, these threesomes—they're entertaining, but they ultimately are uh, unsatisfying. They look great on paper, yeah. They're, they're and then trickier. you get into this—you get into the threesome, and people are having trouble performing, and mm-hmm. uh, nobody scores. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, I'm spending half uh, the time over at the snack table, and yeah, just kind of over here in the corner. Jerking my saddle score. Um, but, Jesse, you have won the show. You're the threesome king. You completed four threesomes in one night to the tune of two points. God, uh, I'm tired. So, yeah. Get yourself some, uh, you know, hydrate, but also think of a theme for their next episode. Um, about games that remind you of other games. Didn't we do that? Probably. Like, super recently? Oh, really? Okay. Um, I don't know about super recently, but, you know, because time has no fucking meaning anymore. You know, we probably did that theme in, like, 2017. Um, But my brain says super recently. How about... Fuck. VGM foursomes. (laughs) (laughs) Games of foursomes, baby. For episode 335. <laughs> um, yeah, we did shoot. time travel. We did three, th- three plus three plus five equals eleven. So you could, yeah, eleventh game in the series. Jesus Christ! <laughs> <laughs> See, okay, Phoenix Tears here. Phoenix Tears Patreon super fan says games that remind you of your oh. childhood. So we could do some super throwbacks with some childhood nostalgia. Um, that's not a bad idea. Yeah. Now, could it be like a newer game that, like, maybe reminds you of like stuff you did when you were Absolutely. a kid or whatever? Absolutely, yeah. can. Okay, perfect. It could be a game where you find yeah. porn in the woods. Yes, <laughs> I hope so. Could be a game where you kick your good friend in the shins, and then years later, you're just fucking making a podcast together. And, and <laughs> I'm right here, man. <laughs> I know. Man. I love it. <laughs> Are you just gonna pick another Kirby game? Uh, Kirby ain't got no shins. Nah, dude, I did three Kirby games tonight, man. I'm spent. Yeah, he blew out his blast. <laughs> <laughs> so, what do you think, I Jesse? So, yeah, I told, I, yeah, that's that's what the thing is. Okay, games so games remind you of your childhood. Excellent. That's uh, man, that's gonna be a good nostalgic theme next week. Games that uh, remind you of your childhood, whether you played them in childhood. Or they just uh, they they give you that that nostalgic feeling for uh, for you know days gone by, Simpler games that time. remind you of your childhood. It's you know it's good. We're coming up on summertime. Those summers used to stretch out forever, baby. And now mm. I'm just uh, sitting at work, looking out the window, you know, appreciating. Oh man, it's like 
Fucking 82 degrees and sunny outside, and I'm sitting here at work, baby. Sure wish I was outside playing video games like I was when I was a kid. (laughs) 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 Oh, wait. No, I didn't play video games outside when I was a kid. You know, that's that's a 3DS thing. That's only a recent development, but yeah. Games that remind you of your childhood. An excellent thing. Wait, 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 John. You never went down the, the Itzertuckney River with your Game Boy? I mean, it would have survived had I dropped that it in, but terrible. I was paranoid about it, baby. I wasn't going <laughs> to... You know, I, I only owned a Game Boy starting at the Pokemon series. So, like, you know, you and I didn't do any trades there on the river. <laughs> God, we should have, though. We really should have. <laughs> oh, God. Fucking dope. It would have impressed those girls so the much, man. cable. Rather than floating down the river, not getting smooches, they would have been like, these motherfuckers, they're trading Pokemon right here on the river. Yeah. They don't you give know. a fuck about us, do they? Yeah. No, they don't. Wow. Let's get them. Yeah, exactly. I'm, you know. Let's suck their dicks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're fucking, you know, raring to go when these guys are trading Pokemon. We should hook up with them. That's river life, baby. <laughs> uh, so next week's theme, games that remind you of river life. No, games <laughs> that remind you of your childhood. <laughs> I'm taking my river life sticker off my car. <laughs> Only reminds me of pursuing women when I was 17. Terrible idea. Um, yeah. Uh, nostalgic youth games next week on Game That Tune. A fantastic idea. And uh, a fantastic idea we all had tonight, doing an episode all about 3DS and doing too many threesomes. Jesus Christ. Uh, What a show it's been. Thank you to everybody watching live with us, whoever you were. Uh, We're live every Wednesday night. We're on Twitch. We're on YouTube. We're on Facebook. Search for Game That Tune. We love everybody hanging out with us. Uh, You know, if you're live, you know, maybe, uh, maybe sometimes you get to help us figure out a thing for next week's episode there's there's benefits to being here live every wednesday night at nine eastern uh thank you everybody checking out uh, checking us out in podcast form our podcasts come out tuesday mornings they're at gamethattune.com or anywhere you get your podcasts we love you guys listening rating reviewing subscribing sharing game that tune with anybody that wants to listen to a silly podcast about video game music um, thank you to everybody checking out patreon patreon.com slash game that tune it's the home for awesome exclusives We've got Game That Tune Gems, where we take a look and listen back to video game releases from 30 and 20 and 10 years ago. We've got uh, Game That Tune mixtapes. We've got movie nights that we're gonna, you know, keep doing, you know, when time allows. It's it's fun to get together for a movie night every now and then. Uh, we've got all kinds of fun stuff going on over at Patreon.com/GameThatTune. Most importantly, help us keep the lights on with our 24/7 video game music live stream. Uh, Usually, I, I drop the reference word radio.gamethattune.com or at gtt.rocks. We are also now at the very simple and not blocked by my workplace's internet firewall, <laughs> gttradio.com. gttradio.com. That's the home for video game music on the internet. We appreciate you guys checking us out there and going to Patreon to support us. Uh, you know, we, uh, we super appreciate all the support. Uh, want to give a special shout out, of course, to our absurd fans there on Patreon. We're talking about Daniel Perky, Taylor Y, Sam L, Phoenix Tier two one two one, Beast Pond, and the Kerrigan. A fantastic group of Patreon absurd fans. Stay tuned, to Patreon. We got a lot of fun stuff in the works. Um, we, uh, you know, well, you know, like I said, stay tuned. There will be uh, fun stuff announced very soon. I uh, want to give a thank you to all of our requesters tonight. Um, uh, they made their request in Discord, and they were, of course, CX Trife. 
they were uh, Silver Nova, and uh, the other request was Acre. So CX, Acre, Silver Nova, thank you so much for those requests. Discord's a great place to make them, but you can also make them at GameThatTune.club, our fantastic social media site. Um, and guys, that's going to do it. Jesse, you've got bonus tunes to take us home with. So uh, lay it on us, man. What's, uh, well, what's your childhood nostalgia bonus tune? Well, I was not prepared, so um, I do not have bonus tunes. But I had a great idea, and I think we should go out with uh, um, King DDD boss theme. No! <laughs> <laughs> no! <laughs> Which one? <laughs> Johnny's choice. Oh, beautiful. I love it. It's been a it's been a wild night. Thank you for listening. Peace out, everybody.
Oh man, so many copyrights to read. <clears throat> the Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time 3D is copyright 2011 Nintendo of America Incorporated. Star Fox 64 3D is copyright 2011 Nintendo of America Incorporated. Super Mario Maker for Nintendo 3DS is copyright 2016 Nintendo of America Incorporated. Fantasy Life is copyright 2014 Level 5 Incorporated. Code of Princess is copyright 2012 Studio Saizen Sin and Atlas Company Limited. Sinran Kagura 2 Deep Crimson is copyright 2015 Tamsoft and X-Seed Games. Phoenix Wright vs. Professor Layton is copyright 2014 Level 5 Incorporated and Capcom Company Limited. Fantasy Life is copyright 2014 Level 5 Incorporated. Bravely Second End Lair is copyright 2016 Square Enix. Kirby's Blowout Blast is copyright 2017 HAL Laboratory and Nintendo of America Incorporated. Kirby Battle Royale is copyright 2018 HAL Laboratory and Nintendo of America Incorporated. Kirby Triple Deluxe is copyright 2014 HAL Laboratory and Nintendo of America Incorporated.